We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sooner Nation invading the Alamo City, the Crimson and Cream on the Riverwalk. We welcome you into the Sooner Football Valero Alamo Bowl practice report presented by the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies. Jalen Redman and the Sooner defense. Might some young players like a Danny Stutzman light things up two days from now. Key Lawrence has had a great close to his season here in Norman. We shall see if he finishes it off in style with a win in the Valero Alamo Bowl. We're at the University of Incarnate Word here, just to the east of where the Sooners have been staying down on the Riverwalk, and we welcome you in to this Alamo Bowl practice report. You know my partners, the Butkus and Bednarik award-winning linebacker at Oklahoma, Teddy Lehman, down on the far left of mine, and he has donned the quarter-zip uh, jacket this morning. That's because it's a little chillier, Caleb Kelly, than we thought it would be when we first arrived in San Antonio. I agree. So we've got overcast skies. We had some some mist, even a little drizzle yesterday. Sooners are set to go through a practice here in just a few moments. Then they will go over to the Alamo Dome to conclude their practices tomorrow. And we'll kick this baby off two days from now. So you have been on the field with the team in practice, kind of player, coach, broadcaster, 
all those things. You've had some duties as well, some speaking engagements. But what's your sense of where this team is a couple of days away from kickoff? Yeah, I just think it's a lot of excitement. Yesterday's practice was a lot of back and forth, a lot of teamwork going offense versus defense. And so I just think everybody's getting ready to go, and everybody's really pumped up. I mean, we're 48 hours in, and we always say that. And so it's about time to get to work and get our mental state going. Yeah, the mental state, Teddy, so important. And uh, this team has got to be in a positive frame of mind at this stage of the game. As a player, where are you with your mental game preparation now? Yeah, you really got to start dialing in. You've had plenty of off time. Body should be really ready. Preparation's been going on. And you got to focus in. There's Everyone in the world is telling you that this game's not important, that it doesn't mean anything. Uh, both co- head coaches are gone now. So, yeah, everyone's just kind of throwing in the towel on the season. But I always say, when the film is on, you better be on because the <laughs> eye in the sky doesn't lie. And your preparation, the way that you focus and, and prepare for the game, it's going to show. So be ready to play, and we're getting close. We're going to take a defensive focus with today's practice report, and there are a lot of opt-outs on the defensive side. Brian Osamoa is not going to play. Isaiah Thomas, Perry on Winfrey. Nick Benito is not going to play. So, Teddy, what's most important for the defense in this game? Well, it, it, I it, Every game is pretty much the same, but this one I think it's, it's really critical too. It's going to be about stopping the run. Run fits, tackling whenever you have the, the opportunity, whether it's backers, whether it's support safeties coming up and making plays on the ball carriers. we got to tackle because I feel that if we can get into third and long, force them into predictable situations, and I know we don't have our most productive pass rushers, but we still got really capable guys. And I don't think Oregon is great throwing the football. So if we can stop the run, tackle in open space, force them into predictable spots, I think we'll have a ton of success. Caleb, I have two guys in mind coming into this game defensively. They have a combined 66 starts, 21 and a half career tackles for loss between the two of them. And that's Delarian Turner-Yell and Pat Fields. In a situation like this, how much do you rely upon those veterans who have been there and done that? It's huge. I mean, Pat being a captain and DeLaren being a guy that could have been a captain and a guy that will always speak up, we turn to them a lot, and they do make a lot of plays. Our safeties are in the fits a lot. Our safeties can cover. They do They do pretty much everything, and so we rely on them to make a lot of plays, and I got faith in my guys for sure. I can tell. <laughs> uh, coaching continuity, such a big part of this. There's been so much shuffling on the coaching staff. It had to happen. There will be positives coming out of this thing. But you do have guys coming back. Calvin Thibodeau, Brian Odom is back to call the defensive place, and Jamar Kane is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. From that vantage point, to have those voices that have consistently been there this season, how important is that? I think it's just good because, like you said, it's really consistent and familiar for guys. They're getting coached by the same guys. We're running the same defense that we've ran all year, and those guys are as knowledgeable as they've been this whole year. They've been doing the same thing, and so I just think that having those guys there really it gives a lot of respect to them for players and how much they love us to continue in an awkward situation to be out here and to be coaching us and to be with us and finish the season off with us, whether they end up staying, whether they end up going, as long as they're here for us in this final game. It's just a huge respect, and it just shows the love they have for us. Teddy, how about just the, the defensive play-calling element 
of that whole dynamic and someone who speaks the language of what they're doing defensively in the calls come game day. How critical is that going to be? Well, that, that's really what it's all about. You can't have someone that hasn't been in this defense and coach these players all year long step in and all of a sudden try and call the defense. It just can't happen that way. Um, so I, I think it's huge. I think it's a good opportunity for Coach Odom to be able to call defense. And, you know, he's been he's been around the game for a long time. This is a big spot for him, and I know he's taking it very seriously. And the other thing is I think it's it's a – there's no really good way to do it. It's, it's going to be awkward because of the way it happened. But instead of just like a, a quick end to everything – it's it's a, an opportunity to coach these guys and see this thing through, close it out in a good fashion, and you know, and, and meet with those players one on one and spend a little bit more time before you go off and and, and do the new thing out west. But uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be fun. I think um, everyone knows what's going on here. We're not playing for a college football playoff, but it's it's an opportunity to close out the season in, in a really good fashion, win eleven games. Mm-hmm. Not very many teams do that. I know no. we're used to it around here, but that's a rare thing. No, you never take double-digit win seasons for granted because they don't happen just every place around the country. It's also a great time for evaluation for new head coach Brent Venables. Ted Roof has been hired as defensive coordinator, so he'll get to take a look at some of these young players that are going to be a part of the future of this program. When we come back, we will talk a little bit more about those players and dive into the more defensive elements of this Valero Alamo Bowl. We're at Incarnate Word University here in San Antonio. Sooners going through a practice. We'll return right after this. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Health and Anheuser-Busch. And our community partners, Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E, and Coca-Cola. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies. Bringing the Sooner family to you wherever you are. Degrees online, on-site, on your schedule. Jana King, the king of clean. Get Sooner Sports news and talk on demand whenever you want with the Sooner Sports Podcast. Exclusive interviews, post-game shows, and all things Sooner Sports. Subscribe today at Soonersports.com slash podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Sooner Sports TV personalities wardrobe is provided by Mizzen and Main and Glass and Curve. Hair and makeup provided by Clementine Hair and Lounge. Welcome back to the University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio, just a few miles away from the Alamo Dome, which seats 64,000 for football. You know, Sooner Nation will make up a big portion of that. Oklahoma has traveled well all the way down I-35. Oklahoma's first appearance in this Alamo Bowl, but they did play 2007 in the Big 12 championship game. That was a big game for Bob Stoops' Sooners as they beat then-top-ranked Missouri and spoiled Missouri's national title hopes in that one. You always remember when you get to play spoiler in a game like that. <laughs> Oklahoma and Oregon coming up two days from now. We mentioned that Ted Roof has been hired as defensive coordinator. He will take over after this game. Until then, though, it's Brian Odom who will call the defensive plays. Uh, of course, he was your coach right there, the linebackers at Oklahoma during his tenure here. What do you expect from him? How, how do you expect this to be different, if at all, what we see out on the field, Caleb? Yeah, I think when we were playing or when I was an inside, he said, 
if I ever get the opportunity to call a game, we're blitzing the heck out of him. And so I hope he stands up to his word. You know? <laughs> Let's go. I, we might see. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, he's he's drawn up a bunch of plays with Coach Grinch. He was always up there in the room, and they were always creating plays together. And so I hope he gets linebackers involved in a lot of blitzes. But, Teddy, it, it's interesting because then again, if you gamble a lot and, and you get burned, that's not such a good look either. Yeah. You just got. I know you. You always have a a plan going into a football game, and then you got to kind of see how it goes. You can't just stick to that plan no matter what happens. So I imagine he's going to be really aggressive early on. If the guys are winning, if they're getting home in some of those blitzes, he's probably going to continue to to bring the pressure because, you know, not only is this a uh, a good showcase for the players, like trying to earn spots for next year, it's a showcase for him. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to show that you can uh, prepare a defense, call a defense in a game. So yeah, I, I think if 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 he has the opportunity to be aggressive and the players back him up on that, then he's going to bring it. Defensive line, uh, there will be a lot of familiar faces who won't be in this game two days from now. Isaiah Thomas and Perion Winfrey, Nick Benito also. But uh, Jalen Redmond is a guy, to me, that seems like he could be front and center in this game. Caleb, do you agree? Definitely. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He came in and could have played rush and then gained a bunch of weight and moved to the inside, and you see he can win on the inside as well. He was really a basketball player growing up Mm -hmm. in high school, and so a crazy athlete. He still can hoop a little bit, but, I mean, freak freak ability and just his explosiveness and getting off the ball, and he's strong, a bigger guy now, so he's strong, and he he can pass rush. And, Teddy, if I'm looking at an area of this football team that going into the season I would have said is probably the deepest on the entire on the entire team, it would have been that defensive line. This is opportunity for some guys who maybe haven't been on the field all that much. That's what I think is great about this. You know, we've been talking about preparing and how you approach every single game, but I think it brings a, another level to this to where, you know, again, everyone says that the game doesn't matter. Well, it matters for the guys that are getting an opportunity to start. Mm-hmm. Right? You haven't had that, so whenever you get it, you take advantage. So it's all about winning those one-on-one battles, especially on the defensive line. And you will get double-teamed at, at times, but if you can win those one-on-one battles and make plays, it's a great opportunity to, to showcase yourself going into next season. So, Caleb, in the middle of that defense with Brian Asamoa not playing, Deshaun White moves, David Aguebu probably becomes a little bigger participant mm-hmm. in this one. What's the shuffling at the linebacker spot going to look like? Yeah, I mean, anybody can play. Shane, Stutz will get a lot of time. Even Brian Mee will probably step in a little bit. But those two guys, uh, D. White and uh, David Aguebu, I think that they're going to have a huge impact on the game just because they're a little more experienced, had a little more reps. And, I mean, David Aguebu's a, a giant athlete he, mm-hmm. he just has that ability and Deshaun White is just so smart and he's had so he started so many games over his career I just think that those are going to be guys we have to rely on yeah Deshaun White's 60 tackles five tackles for loss he's been a productive guy throughout his Sooner career this is one of those games Teddy where he could shine yeah well I don't think there's any doubt he's been great he's played both the Mike and the Will uh, he's been a leader in that in that room for him uh, tackles well, moves well. He's a good blitzer. So, you know, I, I imagine he's probably going to stay. You'd know better than me, Caleb. He'll probably stay at the will in this yep. game. Yeah, and Aguebu and maybe Stutzman at Mike. So, meet at Mike. So, yeah, I, having his voice, though, because one of the things that you're going to see from Oregon is a ton of shifts, ton of motions pre-snap. 
and there's adjustments made at the linebacker spot. And even though Aguebu has has played quite a bit there, he's still a newer guy relatively at the position. Mm-hmm. So having that experience there with Deshaun White out there with him, moving him around, getting in the proper gaps is going to be big. You, you mentioned a name, and we, we saw some video of him off the top of the show, and that's Danny Stutzman. Yeah. Got off to kind of an explosive start, but got hurt. I think it was in game number two, missed three games. That maybe pushed his development back a little bit. Is this a, is this a game potentially where he could be a big part of things? Yeah, and I really hope so. He's a guy that works really hard and really loves football. He would meet up with Coach Odom every single day, taking his time to go up there, get that extra work in. And I, I just think he's a freak athlete. <laughs> Coming in, you look at him, you're like, ah, uh, is this guy a walk-on or something? And he comes out there, and he's one of the fastest players on the team. Yeah. Uh, it's 40 times and everything he does. Real physical guy. And he's had a good week of practice, too, just watching being out there with him. I like the way he's been really physical. want to want to mention another guy who's going to be out there, and that's Brian Mead. He's going to play in his 65th game wow. as an Oklahoma Sooner. That's more than me. That's more than you. <laughs> it's more than Caleb Kelly even played in. But that is the all-time leader in the history history of Oklahoma Sooner football. So congratulations. What an achievement that is. As they say, the best ability is availability. And just to be available for 65 games at this level, hats off to Brian Mead. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit about the secondary. Delarian Turner yelled, Pat Fields back for one more game as Sooners. Can they close things out in style? We jump into that on the Sooner Football Valero Alamo Bowl practice report presented by the Oklahoma College of Professional and Continuing Studies. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, if you come to San Antonio, you're going to visit the Alamo, you're going to visit the Riverwalk, and you're going to go to SeaWorld, as the Sooners got a chance to do. And Caleb's former teammates, still current teammates, you're still part of this thing, Pat Fields and Jeremiah Hall, the look on Pat Fields' face <laughs> swimming with those dolphins, is that excitement or fear that fear. we see? Yeah. Fear. Pat can't even swim, so I don't know how he was able to go on there. <laughs> and Jeremiah Hall jumping in there as well. I'm, I'm still wondering how you didn't get nominated to jump in. In there is it is it the injury rehab you got yeah, going on? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I know I I would have had a, a different look than Jay Hall with his shiny head matching the dolphin. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I got the opportunity. <laughs> that full head of hair, it's easy to talk about shiny heads, right? Hey, Jeremiah, hey, don't listen to it. Bold is beautiful, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Sooners, a little later today, the coaches will have their press conference leading up to the game and the Rico's River Rally that you'll get to take part of. And you also spoke at an FCA event a little bit earlier today. It's been fun for you. Yeah, I've had a busy week. You have. Yeah. And we're glad that you've made some time for us. we got a couple <laughs> more reports we're going to keep you working out here as well speaking of working sooner secondary i think maybe the main thing back in the secondary ted is you've got veterans i mean pat fields delarian turner yell they've been there and done that in effect do you have two coaches on the field who are helping with the younger guys in this game there's no doubt about it and you could see the impact whenever turner yell was out a couple of games mm-hmm. uh, the back end struggled a bit and whenever he's back I, I think he's the best tackler on the team 
He's physical. Um, he's really good at getting everyone lined up and getting in the proper spot. I mean, there's, it's so important with all the motions and shifts, and that's what offenses are trying to do. They're trying to out-leverage you pre-snap, and he, he's really quick to move and get other guys to move out there, does a really good job. And I, I love his physicality, man. He comes down. He brings a hat whenever he's making tackles. Uh, seeing him with a couple of big blow-up shots this year, so uh, can't say enough about him. He's been – you know, a guy that a lot of people counted out, and it almost feels like the coaches have tried to replace him throughout the years. Can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. He's, he's too tough. He's too too good tackler. Um, he's good in coverage. He's, he's just a, a good all-around football player. Pat Fields, you know, what? one of the cool things about this is Bob Stoops is back, and you, Pat Fields, Delarian Turiel, were around when Bob was coaching, when he yeah. was the head coach. So it's been cool to kind of watch them. But uh, describe Pat Fields, Forrest Caleb, as a, as a teammate of his, just all the things that he brings to the table. Yeah, I think before I could even say a teammate, just as a man, mm-hmm. I, he is brilliant. He has uh, his master's, just got his master's. We walked together doing that. Um, I mean, he, you see all the academic awards he's up for. I think he's an academic All-American as well. A brilliant mind. He just knows how to understand people and communicate with people. And as a teammate, he'll hold you accountable. I mean, when I messed up off the field, on the field, he's the one checking me like, hey, like I, I'm going to let you know if you're messing up. Just a great human being. And it, it carries over to the field. You look over to him, and you know he's going to have his stuff right. It, it's very rare that he's busting the coverage or making a huge mistake like that just because that's the kind of man he is. He has been a rock for this football program. And, Teddy, another important element for the secondary is they got some guys getting healthier. You mentioned Delarian Turner-Yell being out. Woody Washington has been out. It seems like just about everybody back there has missed some time with some sort of injury, major or minor. But how important is the overall health of that secondary coming into this game? I think it is important. I mean, I think it's, you know, not not as it – good to have those guys on the field for the football game and, and, you know, the chance to go win and win 11 games, but it's a competition for next year, yeah. right? And, and I think it's because you never know. This year we've been a defense that rotates a bunch and a lot of guys get an opportunity. That may not be the case moving forward. Your starters may be the guys that play every single rep throughout the game, so this is competition between those guys. And, you know, I think there's a bunch of young guys that have played well. Uh, Key Lawrence has, has, you know, made his presence felt at multiple positions. I think that's going to continue. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love the competition out there. I love the group and, and the way they've come along this season. And to have everyone healthy on the back end, that's that's a good thing, man. Whenever you lose guys on the back end, that's whenever you give up big plays, like the big chunk plays, the explosive touchdowns. So to have everyone back it makes me feel a lot better about the back end being locked down. Billy Bowman is a, another name that I'm looking forward to seeing as well. If you were to give me a name or two, guys who maybe haven't been just a huge part of things in that secondary so far this year that will show up in this game, who are guys you would predict, Caleb? Yeah, I really think Woody Washington missing a whole, a whole bunch of time just because of his injury and uh, getting that fixed up. I think his impact at corner, especially, he can go up and win any 50-50 ball, and he just has that confidence in him to do that. And then I even, I, I was going to mention Key Lawrence as well, just because he's come on late, and they're two Tennessee guys, so they'll love that. But <laughs> but I just think his 
mentality and his energy and the way he plays. He plays with so much passion. When he makes plays, you're always going to see him celebrate. You're always going to see him go with his guys and bring energy, and that carries over to other guys on the team. Is DJ Graham's interception against Nebraska the play of the year in college football this year, fellas? I think so. Yeah, Ted? Oh, it's crazy. It's <laughs> amazing play. It's great. Anyone that says he should have knocked that play, that ball down, you don't know what you're talking about. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant play. You agree? Yeah, and he does it all the time in practice. That's not just a one-time deal. Mm -hmm. Like We could potentially see it happen again. I look forward to it. Alamo Bowl coming up two days from now. Oklahoma and Oregon just a few miles from here at the Alamo Dome. We'll come back and wrap things up on this practice report. Our Sooner Football Practice Reports presented by the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies. Well, the mornings have been overcast, very gray, even a little bit chilly here in San Antonio, but we expect the sun to burn through. It has done that the last couple of days, and the Sooners will hit the practice field at the University of Incarnate Word here in San Antonio in just a bit. Our television schedule at Sooner Sports TV, we've got you covered all the rest of the week, leading you up to kickoff between the Sooners and the Oregon Ducks in this Valero Alamo Bowl. Practice report number four at 7.30 the day before the game. And, of course, Sooner game day, we're going to add one guy to the set. Do we have room for him? He's a big oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, we'll be good. I mean, Gabe Eichert is going to be here for Sooner game day, joining Teddy and Caleb and myself. He's going to have a lot to say. I'm just, you guys may always, not have to say anything always. because he has he has <laughs> bottled it in all week and he's got a lot to say. So Gabe Biker joins us for Sooner Game Day. We'll have that 9 a.m. on Wednesday and getting set for things. If you have missed any of the coverage, it's available at Soonersports.com, Soonersports.tv. You can see what's happening at practice. You can see our practice reports and just what the Sooners have been up to. And what they're going to be up to in just a little bit is another practice. They'll go over to the Alamo Dome and go Go through a walkthrough in preparation for the game tomorrow. That's kind of final preps. We are we're getting down to times where guys are going to get dialed in and ready to play this football game. Let's jump into some extra points. They are presented by Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. We picked an offensive MVP. Each of you did yesterday, and you guys were kind of during the break deciding who was going to pick what player. But defensive MVP, Caleb got to start with the offense yesterday. So, Teddy, you get first pick on the defensive side today. I got to go with a backer. I got to go with Deshaun White. I got my Alpha Dog t-shirt. We got two backers on the set, though, here. You both going to pick a backer? Uh, I don't know. He may. He may uh, I don't we'll know. see. In a we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with Deshaun White. I think he's been great. I think he's due a couple of big plays. Uh, we're going to get a big dose of the running game, maybe a couple tackles for loss in there, force a fumble. Uh, maybe an interception. I don't know. What, hey, he's got good hands. Yeah, he actually does. <laughs> got yeah. some good hands. Maybe an uh, interception there on the back end. think there should be plenty of opportunities for production with the linebackers. All right, Caleb, your turn. Yeah, I'm actually going to steer away from the linebackers. They're my guys, and you, they know I love them. But I, I think Woody Washington is going to be our, our uh, defensive MVP just because he has that ability to always go up and win the 50-50, always break on the ball. And he's, he's just a, a, a good athlete. He can cover. He can we're, they're going to throw the ball. They're, they're going to try to get some points up there that way. And so I just think he'll have that opportunity and the ability to make plays. And I'm hoping he gets two this week. Two, two. Yeah. You mentioned another name, Latrell McCutcheon, who we really didn't talk about this week, an aggressive type player, attacking guy. He could come up with a turnover. Yeah, he just has the mentality to always strip at the ball, go get the ball. He's He's got probably the highest vert on the team mm -hmm. and just a, a guy that could go get it. And I just, I just love the way he's always trying to get the ball out. It, it takes a, a special mentality to always want to get the ball. It's something that I pride myself on. So we've got a shot here 
Visor versus visor. Nobody wears a visor more iconically than Coach Stoops, but Caleb gave him a pretty good. I mean, Coach <laughs> Kelly's looking pretty good in that visor. Teddy, who do you think wears that best? It's Coach Stoops. Yeah, yeah I'm all, you, you can't even give me that one. It's Coach Stoops. <laughs> it's, oh, his, yeah. his visors have kind of a classic perfect curve to them. Have you noticed that? Yeah, Caleb? and I couldn't even do that one. I had to go with the regular visor. So, I mean, it's a staple for him, and you got to give him his respect. I mean, after all these years, you put it back on, it fits perfectly. The curve <laughs> looks dynamic. Well, you got like a the the like your signature logo is the outline of you in the in the visor i think you win that yeah. matchup any day i mean it's almost like the jump man the <laughs> coach right. stoops visor That's polo right. is what we should have as well so jerry schmidt coming back to the university of oklahoma you guys very familiar with his workouts director of strength and performance for ou how thankful are you i think actually you may go through some of schmidt's workouts yeah I so got i was going to ask how thankful are you not to have to but you're going to put yourself through that Pain. Yeah, just because I, I miss him, honestly. And That's sweet I was, of you. I, well, <laughs> I, I miss the workout portion. I mean, I miss him too, but I just think that it, it's a different work ethic that you put in, and it's something that it, it carries over to the rest of your day. You know that if I got through Schmitty's workout, I, I worked. Yeah, all day. I don't even have to go get extra work. Like extra is extra at that point. Teddy, you said you have your Alpha Dog T-shirt. Do you also have an I Survived Schmitty T-shirt somewhere back buried away? No, but that's a good idea to come up with that. I, I'll tell you, there is nothing better and there's nothing worse than going through workouts a summer with that man. I, I'll tell you right now, I would give anything in the world to be able to go back and and compete and go through a workout. Not possible anymore, no. <laughs> but um, it, it's it's interesting. When you're going through it, it's misery. It's it's there's nothing worse. But whenever you're past it, it's like you crave going back into that well. One more practice report tomorrow from San Antonio. We appreciate all of you tuning in for Teddy Lehman and Caleb Kelly. I'm Chad McKee. Happy holidays, Sooner Nation. We'll see you tomorrow.